Hey guys, welcome to episode one of the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Laura DeLong, the owner of Laura DeLong Realty. And if you don't know Laura, you're going to want to. She's a very inspiring person. Let's dive into some questions. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. So how are you today? What have you been doing today? What are you doing this morning? I saw you rearranging some things. Yeah, we've actually been putting away Christmas decorations. Awesome. (laughs) I have my Christmas tree up still, so. Do you? Yeah, I I should probably get to that. (laughs) We took ours down. You did? We got ours down. Put it in the trash. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have a real tree? Yeah, we got a real tree. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Did you have a real tree at home? No. No? I've never had one. I don't like the needles. It makes a mess. Then I have to keep watering it, and it all flows, and it's on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard, yeah, I've heard it's it's a bit... Yep, yep. Yeah. So Laura, how did you let's let's learn all about you. How'd you get into real estate? How'd you start all this whole whole thing? <sighs> oh my word. I I'm gonna take a super long story and make it short. Okay. Uh I worked at Delta Dental for nine years. Okay. And decided to I had a teenager at the time. Okay. He was struggling with um uh at risk youth behavior we would call it back then mm-hmm. and I decided I could uh, have a career and make money at any point in my life but I only had one opportunity to be a mom so I quit mm-hmm. my job I went home one day and I told my husband I quit my job stay home be a mom <laughs> he said okay so I left corporate America to stay home and be a mom three years later my husband and I were talking about flipping houses buying and flipping houses okay and a friend called and said, hey, I'm opening a real estate brokerage and I need you to come manage it. <laughs> was this the first that you were introduced to mm-hmm. real estate? Yeah. Okay. I was considering getting my license just mm-hmm. so we could buy and sell our own houses. Um, back when I worked at Delta, a lot of people always told me, you should sell real estate. You would be great at it. It's like, <laughs> No. All people around in my car? No. (laughs) No, I want to do great things in the world. I don't want to sell real estate. And so um, he called and I said, if I can work from 10 to 2 so I can take my kids to school, pick them up, get them on and off the bus, I'll do it. And I thought, I don't know. I don't know anything about real estate, but I know about people. Mm -hmm. So I went um i went to work for dorian it was dorian lang actually yeah great guy in the community first day do you remember how did you love it immediately or were you like what am i doing what did i do yeah (laughs) i was like what am i doing (laughs) it was so crazy and so overwhelming yeah and so i started there in the office and then you know, getting to know the paperwork and things like that. And it, it th- during that time, I decided to go ahead and get my license only for the purpose of buying and selling our own houses. Okay. Not to ever do it for anybody not else. Ever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That well, was that not snowballed a quickly though into yeah. what you do now. Yeah. So what happened is a, we got, I called a friend and I said, hey, I'm going to get my real estate license. Do you want to get yours too? Cause she wanted flip houses too. Okay. And she Go said, and heck yeah. yeah. So we went and did it together. Uh, 
I was waiting for my license to come in the mail. And before it even got there, a gal from church called and said, I understand you sell real estate. I need to sell my home. Uh, her husband, she mm -hmm. said, my husband went to prison today, got sentenced for molesting my children. Okay. I can't pay one more payment. I can't make another payment. And I said, okay, <laughs> we'll come and we'll sell, come your, sell house. your house. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. sell your house. So I talked to my broker. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I said, hey, can we go sell her house? You know, what do so we do? So that was your first time going? That was my very okay. first That's experience. Very now, wow. keep in mind, I didn't want to sell real estate because I wanted to be a philanthropist. I wanted to do good things in the world and make mm -hmm. a difference in people's lives. That's what I was born, like, that's what I was born to do. Okay. Is to make a difference in people's lives. Real estate was not going to do it. And I knew that. So it's like, why bother with that? So this girl calls, mm -hmm. needs help. I take my, my broker went with me. She did all this paperwork and I looked at it <laughs> and I was like, Oh my word, I'm never gonna be able to do this. This is crazy and it's so hard and how will you ever know what all that means? I know. I remember when we sold our first house looking at the paperwork. I'm like, no. Yep. No. Yeah. I had to ask my realtor, I was like, what does this mean? You have yeah. to like dumb this down for me a little bit. Like, yeah. It was crazy yeah. and hard and confusing and overwhelming. But you learned it and you I did. Yeah. Yeah. So we got into the car. This is pretty this was a very important um piece that made me change my mind about real estate is that we got into the car and she said, don't get excited. That house is $30,000 overpriced and it's never going to sell. Okay. So I thought, okay. I put ads in the newspaper because that's what we did back then. Okay. <laughs> and lo and behold, somebody called and wanted to see it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Even okay. with it being thirty thousand Over overpriced. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they and guess what? They wanted to write an offer on it. Oh. Did it they, sell for that? They saw it in the paper. Okay. <laughs> Old school newspaper. So that's how long ago it was. Did you keep that newspaper? <laughs> I do. I yeah. have that newspaper. I was say, you should yeah. have kept it. It's in my office. Yeah. yeah. So they wrote an offer, but they were gonna be five thousand dollars short of paying it off. So okay. I went to my broker. Keep in mind, I was brand new. She'd been selling real estate for, you know, 25 years at that point. Right. And she said, I said, you know, we're 5,000 short. I said, do you think it would be okay if I called the bank and asked them if they would take less? I didn't know. I was just trying to be creative. Yeah. yeah. And she was mad and said, why do you think you have the right to call them and ask them that? Why do you think they would do that and all I'm this? Learning here. And I'm like, <laughs> to me, it just made sense if it's going to be a become a foreclosure, mm -hmm. just ask the bank if they would just take five, it's only 5,000 less, yeah. you know, and when it's 180, what's 5,000 less? Yeah. Versus <laughs> having it become a foreclosure and right. going through all that process and the right. expense and all that. She was uh, frustrated by my stupid question I asked. <laughs> so I couldn't stop thinking about it though. I snuck home, <laughs> I called the bank <laughs> and I said, hey, will you do this? Like, is this, can you do, would you consider this? Her husband went to prison yeah. and you're not going to get any more payments. <laughs> so they said, oh yeah, we'll transfer you to the huh. short sale department. <laughs> blah, blah. They transferred me. We got it done. 
Oh, wow. They accepted it. So they did that. And now the world knows it as a short sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was 17 oh. years ago. That well, was my first deal. Well, good did, did that. it? Yeah. yeah. I know. What did your broker scared. think after that? Yeah, did you tell her? <laughs> I'm sure she ended up finding out. <laughs> but she wasn't really that thrilled with me, I don't think. <laughs> no. But that's how I learned. Yeah. And I was one where I needed to go in and figure it out. Mm-hmm. And because I couldn't let go of the fact that this girl was in a hardship. Mm-hmm. Her husband just went to prison. Right. It was $5,000, and we needed to do whatever it would take to get that house sold right. for her and for the bank. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, it was at that moment I was hooked. Yeah. That's I thought awesome. I just relieved this huge burden from this from this gal. Her house is sold. I stopped a foreclosure, mm-hmm. and I realized at that moment I could make a difference in people's lives, and I could do it while mm-hmm. I'm selling real, real estate. estate yeah and so as a child you wanted to just help people what did that mean like you growing know, up what did that mean for you what job did you have in mind i didn't have point? a job when i was young it was more about finding having friends that i felt like i could help them make a difference okay. give them my clothes or you know whatever i could do to Right. Make them happy and make them feel good. There was a point where I decided I wanted to be an orthodontist. Okay. Because oh, so I had braces. Yeah. Okay. I had braces for <laughs> six years. It was crazy. But I thought, you know, wouldn't that be great to have somebody come in and then you make their smile be beautiful? Yeah. And how life changing would that be? Well, that's but helping I, people in that yeah, sense too. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But I had a baby instead at a really young age, and so that wasn't feasible okay. anymore. But I went to school and I became a dental assistant instead. Hmm. Orthodontist, dental assistant. I mean, it close <laughs> to <laughs> And Pretty then close. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> yeah, close so it went from orthodontist to dental assistant. So I was a dental assistant for a couple years, okay. and then from there went to Delta Dental, okay. where I could uh, get great benefits and advance my career right and from there went to stay home mom to real estate <laughs> <laughs> that's a big jump dental yeah. big yeah big, diff- big changes yeah. but all for the better and it's all just i feel like everything works out how it's supposed to yeah and i'm doing what i was supposed to be doing yeah yeah i get that so how'd mm-hmm. you get from there to where you're at now from from your first sale to now having a now. brokerage of a, a team of a pretty good team you got going. Did it take off immediately? Or did no, it take because some time? I um, I had to work for somebody for three years okay. before I could open my own brokerage. Okay. So I did that and I learned every single thing I could possibly learn from them. In those three years. And yes, every class they told me to go to, I did you know, mm-hmm. Chicago or New York or wherever it was that they told me to go, I went. Whatever hotel they told me to stay in, I stayed in it. And every book they told me to read, I read it. And I just wanted to learn and grow and do what they were doing. Right. And they were killing it. And that's what I wanted to do too. I wanted to be the best that I could be. So. Learning the paperwork is really, um, 
That's probably it, the easy part. It was the, the easy part. No, yeah, really? It ended up as part. overwhelming as it was at that moment yeah. that I had my first deal. Right. It really was the easy part. Okay. And the rest of it is just, I was born with that. You know, yeah. it's like I have a servant's heart. I love people. And I realized I didn't see anything that I was doing that was any different than any other real estate agent out there. Right. And I would get told over and over and over from my clients, like, you're just not a typical real estate agent. One gal said, mm -hmm. do you even care if we buy a house? And I said, that's a weird question. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I said, no. I mean, if you, I said, why are you asking me that? And yeah. she said, well, you're just like, la, 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 and open the door and let us in. And we're looking around and you're not like pressuring us. And I said, why would I pressure you to buy a house? Yeah. You know, like, I feel like it's my job to open the door. Right. And let them look around yep. and they're going to make the decision. Mm -hmm. It's their money. They're living yep. in it. <laughs> you I get know? what they're, not they me. meant though, like the pressure, because I, I mean, working with a different real estate agent before you feel that pressure they're like do you like this one yep like no i don't like that one next one next, next one, one. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'm never i've never pressured anyone and i didn't so as time went on and i heard more and more comments like that mm -hmm. uh they felt a lot of people will say they feel more like i'm a friend right rather than a real estate agent mm -hmm. because well, that's I really what you want too. Like, yeah, and I, I can't wrap my head around pressuring somebody to buy a house. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like so. Yeah, they'll find the right one. And I said, if you buy a house, and you used me, I would love that. But I'm not going to try to talk you into any particular house. Right. So. So how yeah. long now has it been since you've been in real estate from the first sale till now? Seventeen years. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 17 years and thousands now. of deals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've pretty much seen it all. I'm <laughs> still learning though. Every deal seems like it's a little bit different than the last one. Yeah. yeah. So you never get to the point to where it's like, yeah, this is, I've got this mastered. Yep. <laughs> every deal is always, just a always changing. Something yeah. new yeah. every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the most memorable experience you've had selling a house? It, it can be good that... or bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, that one, my first deal mm -hmm. is my favorite. Yeah. My absolutely favorite one. And one, a pretty big memorable one <laughs> that's not so good. <laughs> and that's what we want. The yeah. buyer went we to do a walkthrough and he couldn't, well, he couldn't walk through. So the dad just went and walked around the house. Okay. And it was frozen pipes and... Uh, uh oh flooded the basement and water is well, pouring out. No, I wasn't there. Oh <laughs> the water was pouring out of the door in the basement. That's like, <laughs> oh my word. But it's always something. Yeah. You know, real estate definitely keeps you on your toes. And it's fun because when I get new agents, I think they're a little bit delusional in the beginning. Like, hey, I'm going to get my real estate license. The phone's going to start ringing. I'm going to sell all these houses. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be so easy. I'm going to make all this money. <laughs> going to put in the work. Yep, yep, yep. Going to put in the work. And every deal is so different. And they each have their own challenges. And um, But that's what keeps it interesting for me. Yeah. Because we keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing, just like we did through that, uh, my first deal. Mm-hmm. 
we were short. Where am I going to find that money? Mm-hmm. You know? Got to be creative. And, you know, cool. just being creative yeah. and working through. And then when we get through to the end and it's closing table, it's like, yes. We made it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you had one thing to share with a, a brand new agent, what would you, uh, yeah, what, what of kind of advice, advice yeah. would you give them? Um, get up and go to work every day. That's they have to get up and go to work every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like um, agents don't understand. It takes a special kind of person to be able to do this. Yeah. You know, you have to be creative and driven and have perseverance and, you know, you, think of, you have to be flexible yeah. and think outside the box and mm-hmm. loving and understanding and kind and patient and just about. I mean, you have to be all of these things. You have to be a therapist. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to be a little bit of a lender too and a little bit of a title company, just a little bit of each <laughs> of those things. Yeah. But um, it takes a lot to be able to do it. But the biggest thing is that they have to get up and go to work for it. Yeah. I swear I think people, the agents think they're gonna get their license and that phone's gonna start ringing. They're gonna have all these closings. Nope, you have to work for it. Get up and go to work call people, introduce yourself to people. You okay. Know. I was going to touch um, back on that. When you first started, did you do your own marketing or how did that work? I did it and, and still do. Yeah. Yeah. All awesome. I've always done it myself. Back then, mm-hmm. I knocked on doors. Okay. Probably right now, people would not want you to knock on their door. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not, maybe not today, but, but yeah. If it was a, if a somebody had their home for sale by owner mm-hmm. i would knock on their door i would take them my marketing material i would okay. make water bottles with their house on it and i oh, printed awesome. the labels i taped them on myself i it was so old school how i did stuff i like but that, i did it yeah i did it you yeah in the work that was and, before yeah. now it's like you just call and order it and they come all <laughs> cut for labels yeah. and and everything i designed every little one and we cut them That's and awesome. i would take it to their door and yeah our grandpa lives up north in Harrison and it got all the way to him that if there was a for sale by owner in Eaton Rapids, Laura was going to be listing it. Okay. That's because <laughs> I would, I was different. Yeah. I wasn't just calling them. Yeah. I was knocking on their door and I was showing them this is how I work yeah. and I'm going to do whatever it takes to sell your home <laughs> and show them my marketing materials and what I do and offering to help them in any way that I could. If okay. they were to get a buyer, I could help them. Right. You know, just give them things that they would need to be able to complete the sale. Okay. So did you have an, anyone ever like when you knocked on the door, like, no, go away. No. Don't want you. Good. No. That's awesome. No. I feel like nowadays that would happen a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> No, really? I'm scared. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have to do that anymore because yeah. my business is mostly referrals yeah. now, referral based. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yep. it's been a super huge blessing. Yep. So there was a poster downstairs. I want to touch on it real quick if you want to um, about your dad, about finding him. Yeah. That's well, a story I kind of want to dive yeah. into. I know it's a I long know. story, but we I don't... I'll make it very short. Uh, when I was 15, I thought I found out that my dad that raised me was not my biological father. Okay. I spent my life wondering, and who is it? Who is it? Who could it be? And right. looking around and didn't know how 
I would ever be able to find him because my mom didn't know. It was just they had a little fling. Okay. And uh, time went on and we have the DNA, the 23andMe ancestry and things right. like that. And my brother kept telling me, hey, you can uh, find out who it is through ancestry and 23andme through Trace your dna you can get a tree. you can get a detective to find this it's like we can't <laughs> how can we find somebody that we don't know who it is right we don't have a name we don't know yeah, anything nothing, yeah. we yeah. can't find him yeah. that's not possible and he kept bugging me and saying hey you can do this you can do this i'm thinking so we just call a detective and say go find this person <laughs> yeah but it's actually is um he called one day in January and I got online and did some research and I said DNA detective it took me to a Facebook group there was 88,000 people in it at the time now oh, wow. I think there's you know 120 30 40,000 people in there yeah but I posted and I said hey I'm looking for my biological father I don't have a name I don't have anything to go on can somebody help me and some people Facebook messaged me and said okay. they would help and I, How was that process? I, it was very Long. confusing. Yeah. I didn't even, I said, but I I don't have a name. I don't have anything. Yeah. Right. And she said, do you put your DNA out on, and I had my DNA on Ancestry and 23andMe because I did Ancestry thinking if I put it there, then I could find out what, um, my heritage is right there might you know, be a link somewhere like, they might be people always say yeah. to me yeah. are you italian are you german I'm like i don't know what i am i don't know what i am they keep asking me it's like i don't know you can ask me a hundred things can i you just find don't out know. what you are um yeah, yeah i did yep it's kind of a little bit of a mix of stuff but he, um he, so i also had it on 23 and me because i figured if i put it on 23 and me Okay. I could um, find out if I would have any health issues. Oh, okay. So my, I went to a doctor and they said, hey, you need to find an aunt, find a relative, find somebody. So we really started the search hard. Started and I, found that, I okay. found that DNA detective. Yeah. And she said, oh, it's easy. Do, 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 do. She gets in her computer, makes this big giant tree, family okay. tree. So... It, She's placing them whatever my relationship is with you, yeah. um, it's measured by uh, centimorgans. So the higher the centimorgans, the higher the relationship. Okay. So my relationship with my kids is like 3,600 mm -hmm. centimorgans, okay? Okay. My relationships that I had on my ancestry, they were like 25 centimorgans, 40. So that tells you they're like way, way down the far line. away relatives. Okay. Way far away. But she started plugging in all those people and made a family tree. Okay. And found my father. Can you believe that? Huh. And when wow. we found Just by him, placing people here and here, she. Yeah. Wow. And then look at obituaries and birth mm -hmm. certificates, death certificates, um, newspaper articles, because they could find this person and find out, okay, who are their parents? Who are their parents? Who right. are their parents? and start plugging in people. So he didn't have to be, he didn't have to have his DNA out there. Okay. His kids didn't hmm. have their DNA out there. Um, his siblings didn't have their DNA out there, but she still found him. It was the craziest hmm. thing amazing. ever. Yeah. yeah. And he was 89 years old when we found him. He was two months away from being 
uh, 90 years old. Okay. And what do we do? So there were several people searching. One was doing the, the DNA stuff in the family tree, and then the other, mm-hmm. my sister-in-law was saying, hey, call this Try person, this, Facebook yeah. this person, this person. I'm like, okay, who is that person to me? <laughs> well, that's your niece. Who is this person to me? That's your cousin. Right. Well, <laughs> we didn't really know, but hypothetically when we were looking, so I was reaching out, and when it okay. came time to where we found my father, we didn't know that it was my father. Did you reach out she not thought, She thought that it was, but we reached out to his kids, my okay. siblings. Mm-hmm. They didn't welcome me with open arms. They, in fact, they didn't even want me to meet him at all or mm-hmm. even call him because okay. maybe it yeah. was a scam and want his money or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I so, <laughs> I mean... But if you think about it from, there's so many scams out there. Yeah. Like people just don't really don't know. Right. So I decided to send him pictures and send him a letter. And it was his caretaker that got it, opened it. And she had given a child up for adoption. Okay. When she was a kid. Mm -hmm. So this touched her heart. Mm -hmm. Reading my letter touched her heart. She gave the pictures to him, and he said, that is my daughter. I can tell by looking at her, she looks like us. Oh. He called me. I was at a, I was at an event in Chicago, yeah. and he called. And I left there right away. Yeah. Huh. What were you doing to at that event? Meet. Were you? A real estate. Okay. A real estate event. Yep. Okay. Did yep. you get to go to it, or did you get the phone call, and you're like, I'm out of here. I got to go. I was there for half of a day. Okay. Wow. And I got the phone call and left. It was a two-day event. I left at lunch. Mm-hmm. But it was the cutest thing ever. And when I walked in, because he was in Holton Lake and we were in Chicago, so we drove home. Right. Right away. We came home and then got up early in the morning and drove to Holton Lake because I was going to meet him like at 9 o'clock in the morning. Okay. So uh, when I walked in, he said, I can't believe I have a daughter. And you're so lovely. Aww. It was the cutest thing. He kept calling me lovely. Yeah. <laughs> like, the first time I've ever been called lovely. It was so cute. But it was a beautiful story that we got that happy ending. Yeah. And when I was trying to get to him and all of these roadblocks kept getting in my way, mm-hmm. but I'm not one to just settle for, mm-hmm. right. this can't happen. Keep going. You know, I'm yeah. going to keep going and trying this way and this mm-hmm. way and this way. But... Um, there was a time where I thought, I can't do this. It was an emotional roller coaster. It was oh, yeah. so hard. Yeah. I'm going to cry. But, geez. My brother kept saying, that's him. That's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the detective even, because when she would send me to people. Yeah. She would tell me, be real careful. Don't say that you're their daughter or just say, hey, you're looking for a relative. For and, they... Yeah. Okay. And so when it came to this guy, yeah, she said, you have to go to his door, knock on his door and tell him, I think you are my father. So they were pushing me and it's like, I can't be pushy like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it just is completely, it's not who I am. Right. So I sent my sister-in-law to do it okay (laughs) but then he ended up calling and when I knocked on the door it was great he started telling all of these stories and my husband and I looked at each other and he's like that's where you get it from (laughs) (laughs) He, he bought an airplane he saw an ad in the paper for an airplane and 
he went thought it was cool and bought it and after he bought it he thought i don't even know how to fly an airplane oh my goodness (laughs) yeah but that's totally something that i would do yeah Mm -hmm. like make a decision do it figure it out later yeah but so he passed away two months later but we had a really the time that i had with him i Mm -hmm. went there several times a week yeah it was it gave me all of the answers that i needed and the just the peace of knowing who I am yeah. and where I came from. Yeah. He was an amazing, amazing fella. He ran seven marathons. I ran one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, so there was, it answered all of my questions. It's like, yeah. where do I get this from? Why do I act like this? So you guys are very similar in a lot of ways. And yes. And it's awesome. crazy because, yeah. I mean, DNA is really a powerful thing. Yeah. You wouldn't even, you don't even think of that. But, you know, you kind of think it's, I'm going to act like this because mm-hmm. I'm hanging around with them because I was raised with them. But no, I mean, it's, you guys, yeah, didn't mean it you was guys were still the same. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now the siblings that didn't want, you know, me to meet him and stuff, yeah. I have good relationships. Okay. And yeah. So that's really good. It yeah. all turned out great. Oh, I, I know the point I was going to make with the detective is. She kept telling me, "I'm. You might not get that happy ending, Laura. Most people don't. You okay. know. I know you want the fairy tale ending, but that's I mean, not reality. How it works. Sometimes it just doesn't happen right. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the times it doesn't. You mm-hmm. know, the parent isn't receptive. Sometimes it's a mom. It's not always a dad. Sometimes it's a mom that right. put their child up for adoption, and the kid didn't even know it until they were." old yep. and they did a dna test just for fun at christmas and, and then they found out yeah wait Uh-oh. you know so it really rocks their world <laughs> yeah you know so it, it was interesting at how she went from um you you're not going to get that ending to knock on his door yeah and this is what you say yeah. but it was beautiful so i've had so many people like that help me along the way through my life right that has really and um, I read that article wow. downstairs and I was like, oh, that's a yeah. really good story. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. So your grandma, right? Your I am grandma. a grand. Oh, yeah. my word. <laughs> your grandma. Yes. I'm grandma five times five now. Okay. Wow. We so just had that our family tree even more. Fifth grandson. <laughs> wow. Yes. And we just have a little. Um, th- recently, we have a four month old little grandson and a brand new two-month-old or two-day-old two-day-old little grandson two days mm. old yeah brody Aww. lee grantley they were both eight pounds 11 ounces when they were born wow. they were yeah. the same yeah wow the same wow. weight when they were born have yep. you got to meet the new one yet yeah 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 yep. i saw him i met him yesterday well, when they came home from the hospital thank awesome. you yeah yeah. So our family tree is growing. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep, yep. I like yeah. it. That's awesome. Well, we got one interesting question for you. Oh, no. What is it? Yep, yep, yep. What is it? It is. Um, <laughs> is a hot dog a sandwich? What do you think? Is it? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> is it? I mean, you could go either way. No, that, but... because... Um... <laughs> <laughs> A hot dog, I would say it's not a sandwich because a sandwich is on bread, a not a bun. It's okay, on it's bun. On okay. When I was a kid, it was on bread, though. Yep. <laughs> I made it on Same bread. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Run out of the buns, get the I'm bread. saying no because it's a hot dog. And it would be the same as like kielbasa or something like that that's not a sandwich. Okay. What do you think? Is it? 
This is for you to answer. <laughs> <laughs> is it a sandwich to you? There's no know. mayonnaise or lettuce on but it. But you can still <laughs> put condiments on it, like the yeah. relish, the ketchup, the mustard. There's still that the bread in there, and there's the meat. So I guess it could be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's it's too complicated one. for me. Yeah. I'm going to say you. I'm going to say no for now, but I will research it and um, give you my you final think. decision at a later date. Okay. <laughs> I like good. it. I like it. Sounds good. Well, thanks for coming on today and talking with us. Hey, your story yep. is thank awesome. Thank you. Yeah. It's my pleasure to hang out with you guys. You're great. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, any of you guys listen, if you guys want to subscribe, we're going to do these uh, quite often and um, we'll talk to you guys later. All right. See ya.